Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. It's the end of the week. Friday. We're looking forward to the weekend. People love Friday. Absolutely. Why do they love Friday? Well, there's a host of reasons, but I know we're excited about Friday because we're heading into Sunday. First day of the week, yes, and we get to be together and worship at Livingston. And if you're listening and you're in the Tampa area, we want you to come out and worship with us. We want to meet you and worship together. All the information you need for that is at www.christiansmeethere.org. But I'm pretty sure at the airing of this broadcast, we'll be meeting for worship at 10 a.m. <laughs> well, that's that's that. But again, if it changes, go to the website. You can find well, it. Well, that's think, true. Lord willing, people I think are listening to these out of order. Yeah. And yeah, so go always go to the website. If you are listening to it on September 2nd, this Sunday, we're going to be kicking off our new year of Bible reading. And therefore... It's in immer- the Psalms. It's immersive. It's immersive because we <laughs> what we do is we take one. I mean, that's what we've been doing, but we take one chapter, or in this case, one Psalm. Yes. And we read it, and we read it every day of the week. And this coming Sunday, we're going to talk about Bible reading and Bible study, uh, Lord willing. Wonderful. Talking about being led in paths of yes, righteousness. The paths of righteousness. And we're going to use that as a bit of an acrostic for praise, admonition, trust, hope, share. And how we're going to apply that to our Bible reading and then even impact here our conversations on Text Talk. Maybe I have no doubt. Help some of our conversations on Text Talk. Of course, you know, one of the things I've always enjoyed about the Psalms, not only that we read them from the different translations, but how we find Christ in them. You know, I, I look gonna, for, I've always looked forward to Fridays because we say every Friday's a good every Friday. Every Friday's a good talk. Friday. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So today on Text Talk, we're looking at James chapter 5. We're finishing out the chapter as we are finishing season 3. What's our reading today, Edwin? James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. You, read you want that? me to read that from the How New King James? How about you read that from the New King James? Sounds good. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, Let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. What a way to end this book. Well, I tell you, it makes me think of this, so the connection that I make is that uh, one of the first um, names, I guess, for God's people was the way. That there was the way of life, mm. right? The way of truth, and and that is Jesus Christ, and that's what Christianity is. It's a way of life, and there is a concern here raised for the people who wander from that way, who wander from the truth. And what I appreciate about um, the message here is, don't just let them go. Know that they're missed. Know that they're loved. You know, don't just bid them God's speed as they wander away from the truth, but try to bring them back to the way. But Andrew, what if they're just living their own truth? Oh. I mean... Yeah, that's not a thing. Who are you... From a biblical worldview, you know, that, that God has given us the way, the truth, the life. We need to walk in the light as Christ is in the light. And so this business of you have a truth is kind of like when we were studying through Galatians and saying, well, you have a gospel. There's not another. There's not another. So, so we need to have the gospel. We need to be in the truth and not wander from it. 
you, as you talked about that, you use that triumvirate expression, the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. Now that is very specifically talking about a person. Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. that person? Yeah, Jesus Christ, John that's, 14, verse 6. Yeah, that's what he says. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So when we're wandering away from the truth... We're wandering away, not just from a series of propositions, yeah. we are wandering away from the proposition maker. Mm-hmm. We are wandering away from the shepherd. We are wandering away from Jesus himself. Yeah. We, we are like a sheep who has left the fold. And so when, when someone does that, when they wander away from the truth... They are wandering away from Jesus. This this business of my truth and your truth and his truth and her truth. No, there is the truth. And when people wander away from that, they are wandering away from Jesus. They're not just, they, they can't get saved their own way. Yeah. I can't be saved my own way. You can't be saved your own way. Yeah. When we're wandering from the way, we're wandering from Jesus. Where the book began, uh, James 1, talking about the trials. Uh, You need to count it joy when you fall on those things, and it will perfect you, right? So there'll be hard hardships and difficulties along this way. Don't be discouraged by those things. But then the warning about the way temptation works to to lead us slowly away and, 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 and that whole process. And I guess I just say all that to say this. What's already been contemplated in James is some of the forces, some of the stimuli, if you will, that would push you off the way, that would cause you to wander. And maybe you're led away by temptation, and so you wander away from truth. Maybe the trials and persecution are just a little bit much for you and you throw up your hands and you say, okay, I give, I give. I've been pushed off the path of truth. But again, uh, you know, church, read these words and know that when people are wandering from truth, go get them. Go get them. It's it's not okay. Following this path that I expressed yesterday. So going back to what we talked about yesterday from verse 13 to verse about 18. The, about the prayer. About prayer. Mm-hmm. As I presented it, here, here's what I'm hearing. If you're, if you're suffering, pray. If you're cheerful, praise. Sing mm-hmm. praise. Yeah. We recognize that in the context of James, we're not talking about differing days and events. We're talking about, I'm in the midst of suffering, and I'm right. counting it all joy. These things are happening. Mm-hmm. So if you're suffering, pray. If you're, if you're uh, cheerful, sing praise. If you're sick, if you're weak, if you're, if weak, you're unable to do that, bring, call together the elders, bring the elders go around to others, you. confess to them, yeah. and pray for one another. But now where are we? Now we're with somebody who is so far gone, they're not doing that. Mm. They're, they're not They've singing They've gone from praying. weak to wandering. Yeah, they're not singing and praying themselves. They are not calling together others to confess and pray, to confess to them and pray with them. They haven't called the elders. They haven't gone to their brothers and sisters. They're not seeking the help of the righteous to pray for them. They've actually wandered. Well, what we're not supposed to do is well, it's all on them. Yeah. It's all on, I mean, it was up to them. They were supposed to reach out and they didn't. We're supposed to go find them. We're supposed to go to, to, to yeah. dr- bring them back, to draw them back in. Can I pray with you? Can I talk with you? Can we talk about whatever it is that you're dealing with? Can we can we walk through this together yeah. and realizing that when we bring them back, what we've done is save them from death because when they're going by their own truth, yeah. his truth, her truth, your truth, my truth, where that leads is not life. It mm-hmm. leads to death. Correct. And again, I, I, I think this is a callback in a, in a, in a sense to the Sermon on the Mount when the Lord sets for us a wide way 
okay, and a wide gate or, uh, versus the narrow gate and the difficult way, all right, that, that God's way is is more difficult, mm. okay? And so we need the encouragement to walk it and to stay on it. There might be a temptation to wander from it to an easier path and a wider gate and the way that many people are going. Um, and But what we have here now is the knowledge that when we see our brothers and sisters in Christ departing that uh, that difficult way for the wide one, departing the way of truth, then we want to be the ones to, to call them back. Back in Matthew chapter 18, we have a parable about the lost sheep. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, Matthew 18 and verse 10. For I tell you that in heaven, <clears throat> excuse me, in heaven, their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than the over the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Yeah. So here's this amazing story about our good shepherd who, when one wanders away, he goes and gets it. He doesn't just hang out with the ninety and nine. He goes to the one. But listen to what comes next in Matthew 18. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you've gained your brother. But if he doesn't listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We often jump to that passage and talk about it from just the standpoint of this is congregational discipline. Right. What this actually is, is on the heels of the wandering sheep. Hmm. This is the means by which we go out and we draw back. When I hmm. see someone who has wandered from the way, has gone into sin, I go after them. No, I appreciate that. We, we often so much think of that shepherd imagery in terms of our own conversion, and of course, Christ is calling us back. But to see that uh, the church is the hands and feet of Christ to go out and seek the wandering in the sense of discipline. Uh, that's fantastic. It's a great connection. I also want to point out that that helps answer the question uh, or the objection that, well, they didn't sin against me. They mm. didn't sin against me, so I don't have a responsibility here, as if I'm trying to get out of the responsibility. Well, whether they sinned against me or not, if they've gone into sin, they're wandering away from the truth. Somebody needs to reach out and draw them back. Somebody needs to save that wandering soul from death. If you know they've gone into sin, go draw them back. Yeah. I No, I appreciate that. It's, it's not that Christians need to be detectives and get in everyone's business, but we can't unsee what we see. We can't unknow what we know. And uh, this is my brother and my sister in Christ. If, if, if we were speaking of, of physical terms and we saw our brother or we saw a child mm. out in the road and a car is barreling down on him, we know what we need to do. We need to make every effort and urgently to push them out of the way of that car. And even if that meant self-sacrifice, we are trying to save another. And we would all say, now that's a hero there. That's a hero that did whatever they could to save the life of this person. But that and is, it's just so cut and dried. But that is so socially awkward. Mm. Yeah. That would be socially awkward for me to push them. Well, it is. Out to, of the way of the truck. To, to break the norms of walking on a sidewalk 
to maybe start waving our hands and, and yelling, and that would draw attention to things. Yes, it would be socially awkward. But you know what? The life is worth it. Mm. They're, they're worth the effort. Spiritually, if we could put the value on a soul, if we could understand that someone's soul is worth the conversation, someone's soul is worth stepping off the sidewalk, stepping across the street, why we'd save a life, cover a multitude of sins, it would really, really be be worth it. Back in Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 12, I think it is, uh, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Mm. I think some translations even there say love covers a multitude uh, of sins. I think you're right. The Understand what we're saying. When somebody among us wanders away from the truth and we just let them, that's hatred. Yeah. Love says, I'm going after them. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand they may kick us, they may push back as much as depends on us. Not everybody, and that's Matthew 18, not everybody who is sought after comes back. Not all of the yeah, sheep decide right. they come. Some of them say, I'm not going to listen to you, and you bring one or two with you, and they say, I'm not going to listen to you, and you take it to the church, and they say, I'm not going to listen to that. Yeah. I, that. That happens, and that is heartbreaking, and it's sad. But here's this is how important it is. James ends this letter by highlighting when someone is wandering from truth, bring them back. Yeah. Save them from death. Cover those sins. Draw them back in. Yeah. Let's pray together. That's 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 what all of this is really driving at. Saving souls from death. Hey, Edwin. Thanks for James, man. Thanks for this season. I've really enjoyed uh, doing it with you. You you do so many things uh, to make the program happen, and I appreciate you so much. And I, a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to do some preaching up in Illinois, and I met some people. Say, hey, we listened to the podcast. I had one one young man tell me that it has done so much for him. He's been going through some hard things, but listening to this podcast every day and going through the Word has helped him to center himself and put God first. It was great to get that kind of feedback. Yes. But, uh, you know, you, you do yeoman's work on the program, and I appreciate you, man. I'm glad we could work together on this. Ah, you're welcome, and thank you, brother. And appreciate all your help and these conversations that we get to have. It has really helped me this year, walking mm-hmm. through Matthew and James and Hebrews and Galatians, yeah. all of these together. I am looking forward to getting back into the Psalms next week. Yeah. Thanks so much. How about we wrap up with a prayer? Go ahead. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you for the time. We know our life is as a vapor, and to have some precious moments to be in your word, it it builds us up as you would have it. Father, we are mindful in our reading today that there are some who wander from the truth. We pray that we might look upon ourselves. Are we the ones who are wandering? Help us to love your truth. Help us to want it more than anything and, and not trade it for anything. And Father, give us boldness and courage that if we are the ones who are spiritual, that we might seek to restore those who are weak, those who are erring, those who wander from the truth. Father, in our own sense of humility and gentleness, understanding that you are the one that grants repentance and gives life, but but Father, that, that people would know we love them and we love their souls and we love your truth. And Father, by your grace, what we want to see is all souls on the path of your way, your truth, because you desire that all would be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Please bless us to that end today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. 
You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Sorry about that. We're adjusted now. So you're looking at the clock's like, is that, a, is that an outtake? Well, now it's an outtake. Now it's an outtake. <laughs> Maybe someone can call you real quick before we move on. <laughs> Let's get it all out. I've silenced my phone. Okay, so, very good. Yeah, all right. Okay.